0: From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Hey, and welcome to Startups of the Week, Season 2, Episode 2. I'm Trisha, and I'm with Alex. Hello. And coming up today, we're talking about a behind-the-scenes e-commerce player, consolidation in the live streaming space, and a $50 million fund for encrypted messaging service signal.
1: Let's get into it.
0: Hello, and welcome back to our Startup of the Week series. This is episode two, season two of Startups of the Week. Um, I'm Trisha thirani a general assignment business reporter here at the San Francisco Chronicle, here with Alex Wilhelm, Hello. editor-in-chief of Crunchbase News. Um, so for our loyal v- viewers, we need to remind you that don't forget we changed the format. So Just a little bit? Just a little bit. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. So um, each week we come to you with three different startups in three different categories. So one is Trending on Crunchbase, mm-hmm. um, the Second one just okay, got a new round of funding. And then the third one um, ha- was involved in some sort of acquisition. acquisition. Yeah. Sorry. I know you actually usually always say that. No, it's totally fine.
1: I like the way you broke that down. I would yeah. just add the only detail is the, the trending startup <clears> is still <throat> Bay Area based right. and lightly funded, no more than $50 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, The deal of the week is designed to break out of that category. So if they raise a huge chunk of money, but they're still based here, we can still talk about them. So
0: yeah. we broadened. Broadened. And so far. And we have really interesting startups to talk about Yeah. It's, it's a better format, I feel. Yeah, yeah. So you're welcome. So yeah, we're having a lot of fun with it. Um, so the first one is a company called Dark Store. Mm. So, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a lot of buzzwords. Okay, right now. I'm ready. So it's gonna be a behind the scene e-commerce player. Behind I guess that the wasn't that many buzzwords. Player. Yeah, I, that's not that bad. Yeah. Anyway, so, but what the heck does she mean by that? Um, so, do you want to do you wanna explain a little bit what exactly Yeah, so
1: is? to best my knowledge, this is a company that will help um, brands mm-hmm. sell their wares without going through Amazon's e-commerce platform. Yeah. So, if I sell, I mean, we'll get to the example <laughs> in a second, like mattresses, or I sell like sneakers, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, uh, this is a way to get to consumers without having to build all my own warehouses around the nation. Right, right. And if you're a major platform like, say, Snap, and you want to engage in e-commerce with a brand, you mm-hmm. can use this company to actually. Uh, do a lot of like, the back-end work that um, otherwise would be very hard. You don't have the staff for it. It's, yeah. a, it's kind of a, a complexity removal way to get people into e-commerce.
0: Right. So if, to give an example, you so you mentioned mattresses. Another well-known one is Allbirds, those shoes that everyone That's, in San Francisco is wearing except for me and you. Yeah, I think Good for living. the last... The last, last two, Holos.
1: two is that where we're on the show because we don't have Allbirds.
0: That's true. Oh, Okay. Um, so, so Allbirds is a is a shoe company, and they really want to preserve that like direct to consumer experience. But you know they don't have local fulfillment stores all over the country, so they can't guarantee this like same day delivery that now uh, now Amazon is able to do. And so you know as an e commerce company, if you want to be able to compete with Amazon, you need to have competitive times, I guess. Like delivery times. Yeah,
1: I, I think that's critical because if, yeah. if I go shopping for something now online, I'm like, ooh, six days. <clears throat> I could be dead in six days. Two days <laughs> sounds pretty good. Today sounds even better. But we're six, just
0: so impatient. And now... I, I do don't,
1: this... You know what? I hate to get off topic, but yeah. I don't think it's that. I think we're just super busy. Mm. Like the amount of stuff that I have to get done compared to someone my age 50 years ago is <coughs> enormous. Yeah. And so I'm sorry, I don't have time to wait six days for that book. I have book club this afternoon. Let's go. <laughs> Anyway,
0: but the, but our Amazon has totally tempered our expectation. Not tempered our expectations. They've um, kind of made our expectation. You, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, oh they, yeah, it's, it's made them.
1: It's, it's heightened. Them. It's,
0: yes, that was the word I was looking for. It's definitely heightened our expectations of how quickly we can actually get something.
1: I mean, so, now that I know that Amazon can do it, if you can't do it, then I kinda, get out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, anyway. we're rude, but we're also consumers who vote with our wallets. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but there is a huge – there's, like, a a different experience, obviously, shopping on Amazon than shopping on an individual website. And, like, I think I would personally prefer to shop on an individual website rather than go through a middleman of Amazon. So it makes sense that they want to – Also, Amazon present.
1: has a terribly ugly website. It
0: really does. It's, a,
1: it, it's the Craigslist with some extra graphics. Yeah. It's really bad. Uh, and they're trending this week because they t- um, Nike's Jordan brand teamed up with Snapchat to release shoes on the app using Darkstore. Now that was some buzzwords.
0: In, yes, in translation, it was a super exclusive offering to a super for a super exclusive product to a super exclusive group of people. <laughs> Seven <laughs> people. Okay? No Anyways, more than that. It was yeah. But this yeah. sort
1: of thing makes Snap cool, right? This is the yeah. sort of thing that they do. They release them apart from the Instagrams of the world because they get that super cool release sneaker. Mm-hmm. And when apparently... you say Snap,
0: just for our viewers, you're talking about Snapchat.
1: Well, I'm so sorry. Yes. So Snap is the parent company of Snapchat. Yes. Um, and so when we talk about the corporate system, it's Snap. The actual application for your mm-hmm. phone is Snapchat. Good right. point.
0: Um, anyways, moving on. Um, so deal of the week. Yes. Um, so Play On Sports, which is a, an Atlanta, Georgia-based company um, that live streams um, high school sports. So it's re- pretty pretty niche. Um, So they acquired a competitor, which is based in San Francisco, um, called The Cube. So uh, The Cube is a small startup that essentially did the same thing. Um, And it's, I mean, I guess pretty impressive for them that PlayOn saw them as a competitor in the first place, just given the size difference. Um, But so how this went down was apparently, and this is all according to PlayOn Sports CEO, I couldn't reach The Cube so Yep. Well, you take that caveat. <laughs> but, um, so apparently uh, Trunk Media um, used, to own, um, used to own the Cube, and then they were going to sell the Cube, and then Play On Sports essentially saw this as a great opportunity to mm-hmm. quote-unquote consolidate the industry. Um, two interesting points here that we were talking about before the show. So one, this is sort of like a reverse migration. Usually it's the San Francisco startups that are taking on the – The other (laughs) one. The one's not in San Francisco. I thought we had it
1: backwards, and I read this. I'm like, ah, the Georgia company is buying the SF company. Wait, what?
0: Yeah. I I had to
1: verify that, but that's super cool. And I I bet we're going to see more of this as time goes along because it's so expensive to operate a business in Mm. SF. You have a higher cost basis just to exist. Whereas the cost of doing business in Atlanta is a lot lower. It's so lower. maybe yeah. companies out there maybe are a bit more durable in some cases, and that might lead to these reverse acquisitions compared to our normal mm. uh, perspective on them.
0: Yeah, that's a really interesting point. And this um, CEO, David Rudolph, told me that they have a, quote, limited amount of the Cube customers that would be coming in to play on sports. Um, and those people need to move to Atlanta, Georgia. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I've been to the
1: airport. Um,
0: oh, I've been I to think, Atlanta. It's, okay. it's nice. Yeah, it's well, nice. All right. All right. Third category, flush with funding. Yes. We we created these buzzwords. They might change, but I kinda like that. As
1: subheads go, they're not that egregious <laughs> and they're just kind of like cheesy enough that I enjoy and kind of laugh when you say them yeah. so I think they'll stay. Anyway,
0: so as I said, third category, flush with funding, um where we cover an interesting funding round. So um if you are a journalist or a whistleblower, um you might know <laughs> what this happens. Um it's an app called Signal, which is an encrypted messaging app. Um, so, you know, journalists, when they're talking to sources and you don't want there to be any sort of trace of your messages, um, a common thing for us to use is, is, an app, is Signal. Um, so they, got, they famously didn't have any venture funding. Mm. Um, and so the idea behind this was that they wanted to keep their, um, their service free. Because they see um, the CEO, Moxie Marlin, spike, which isn't his real name. I don't remember his real name, but that's not his real name.
1: Really, it's not. <laughs> it's I, couldn't, not. I couldn't have guessed that his parents Anyways. didn't. Yeah.
0: So he saw the public good in having a messaging service like this. So he didn't. He said that he didn't want any um, venture capital funding. But then WhatsApp co-founder Brian Acton came in and was like, hey, take this $50 million from my pocket and put it into a nonprofit." Um, and no. you don't have to pay me back.
1: Is the nonprofit a Signal nonprofit? profit Yeah, so it's called works? Signal okay.
0: Foundation. So yeah. it's a little confusing. Um, so it's Signal, and then there's Signal Foundation, and Signal Foundation is what has the $50 million. And so Signal is going to use that $50 million to to like, increase their staff, you know, increase their resources, stuff like that.
1: So it's it was a non-traditional venture round. Yeah. But it's still the recycling function that we see because WhatsApp was founded with Sequoia money, essentially, mm. and then it was bought by Facebook, And then he took some of that money to put it into Signal. No, this is actually how Silicon Valley kind of self-replicates, right? Right. This is the the virtuous cycle of capital. Mm. Um, But in this case, it's given essentially as a – I mean, it almost sounds a bit more like a donation as opposed to an investment. Yeah.
0: So could you break it down for us a little bit? Like why – would why would they want to put money into a nonprofit? You know, obviously they don't have as much pressure to turn a profit. Well, I mean,
1: if you that... so signal right. Let's yeah. say they went to you know Billy Bob's venture capital. Billy firm. Bob,
0: that's like your favorite. Your favorite. I um, use Billy as a standard
1: for any name of something that I don't like. Um, so they went to you know venture firm X and they raised fifty million dollars. That VC is going to expect them to grow at a very fast clip, mm-hmm. and to do that, you often have to change your goals a bit. Now, if they want to keep this application free for the journalists and yes. the whistleblowers. Dissidents and all those people that we really appreciate—it's um, going to be really hard to grow the revenue and also keep them on the platform. Yeah. So if you want to maintain your mission slash vision over financial <laughs> growth, venture capital is often not the right way to go. Yeah. And in this case, they've kind of like short circuited. Like the they got a venture capital sized round. Yeah. But without the venture capital pressures, because apparently Brian Acton um, is is being generous and forward-looking. Yeah. I hate to sound positive, but it's, it's a good move. Yeah,
0: I, and I guess the cynical journalist in me Please. is saying, like, this sounds really nice. Oh, that's great. You believe in the public mission, but, like, is this sustainable? I mean, at some point, they'll probably need more money, right?
1: Maybe, but, I mean, yeah. $50 million generates a, a, some cash, right? right? I mean, like, you get 2 to 4% probably right now in the markets at that level of money. So you're, right. you're going to kick off hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, and that may be enough to hire some people and keep the servers online and maybe provide a good back uh, backstop to I financial see. pressures. Yeah. Um, and if you need to burn some of it, you can use some of the capital over a multi-year period to get you through, let's say, a downturn in the economy. Mm. It's a great... It, it, I'm a Signal user. I have it on yeah. my laptop. I have it on my phone. Like I, I'm i really excited by
0: this. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. That is all we have for this week. Um, and then we will be coming back at you next week with three more startups. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Read more startups coverage at sfchronicle.com.
1: And Crunchbase.News. I'm
0: Trisha Thadani.
1: And I'm Alex Wilhelm.
0: And this is Startups of the Week. You've been listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Our executive producer is Fernando Diaz. Our editor-in-chief is Audrey Cooper. And our producers are Peter Hartlob, Brittany Schell, and Claire Varellos. The music you just heard is Botfest by Alex Vaughn. If you like what you heard, good news, there's more. Listen to Chronicle Podcast and get bonus content at sfchronicle.com podcast or subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, or other streaming services.